Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Join me in celebrating Women's History Month. On March 27th, I'm hosting a special virtual event for her by her presented by Fiverr. We'll be spotlighting and interviewing some of the most successful female business owners and their experiences with Fiverr. In the U.S., women are driving growth, and each year that percentage increases. Women-led startups have more than doubled since 2020, and from 2019 to 2023, women-owned businesses' growth rate outpaced the rate of men's in new businesses, employment, and revenue. In this panel discussion, you'll hear from top female business owners who have not only started their own companies, but cater to women through their products and services. Don't miss out. Head to bossproject.com slash RSVP and save your seat for this empowering event created by women for women. It's free to attend. I can't wait to see you there. That's bossproject.com slash RSVP. This message is sponsored and brought to you by Fiverr. With the holidays right around the corner, I know that my in-laws are going to be begging for a Christmas list for me. and. You know, we've approached this like period of our lives where we don't technically need much, right? Mm-hmm. But what's your strategy for getting exactly what you want for Christmas? I find exactly what I want and share the direct links. And like, I share a, a giant ass list. Like there's so many things on it. And I let them pick and choose. And I curate my list for a parent group. So like I don't get duplicates. So like, or I roughly know what your budget's going to be for Christmas. And I also know you're shopping for like our grandparents who want to buy us something. So I'll put more things on this list. And this group of parents over here, I know is mostly only buying stockings because they buy a family trip for us every year. So it's much smaller things, but no, I do the whole, like, but I curate my Amazon wish list or my like cart of wish list from multiple stores often because I'm up all night, like on Buzzfeed lists, like of shit that you do. You, so do you keep track of the list all the time? Yeah. Yeah. So I pulled a lot from what was in my Etsy cart that's just waiting or like my favorites list. What I save a lot of products if I get like an ad or I see something on Instagram, but I'm not going to buy it, but I just save it. And so I will pull from Etsy, Instagram, and my Amazon wish list and curate list and get direct links and send them out. Yeah. I started Apple Note a couple of years ago and Literally, as I get stuff, we'll check it off and reassess. But it's funny, the note has existed long enough that I did start having to delete things that I just no longer wanted, which is just always interesting. But I think part of this comes down to the kind of shopper you are. Like, my husband is a very content kind of guy, but if he wants something, he will just get it. So mm-hmm. he is much harder. Whereas I will like contemplate you things, on things forever, forever. Yeah. And so I have, 
coming up with a list for me is not hard. Like, yeah, there's yeah. so many things. Well, I also find myself the last couple of years, I've been in the same kind of theme for what I've been asking for my birthday or Christmas from my in-laws and then my grandparents on that side, because they'll generally do like a bigger budget item or whatever. And so like, it'll either be a new pair of Rothy shoes. So I got a new pair of Rothy's for my birthday. So I won't ask for those for Christmas or anything from there for Christmas. Or I've been building my always pan collection. So I have the always pan and I have the always pot, like the Dutch oven pot. And now they have new like baking pans with really cool, like nonstick sheets for the pan. So I'll probably ask for those for Christmas. And so like my mother-in-law has gotten me the pan or the pot every year for Christmas with like some smaller things and or Rothy's. And so I generally just pick a big ticket item and then some smaller things. You know, what's crazy though. And I know you, I know you relate to this because we got married when we were babies. (laughs) And so we got all the shit to like start our lives when we got married, but things are not made the way they were made when we were kids. And so like, I've already replaced all of my pans once since I've been married. And I'm already thinking like, do I need more silverware? My plates are getting really scratched. Well, like- and what this tells me, and this is what I will tell like my little brother when he goes to get married. I felt guilty for asking for the, like the nicest. Oh thing, no, absolutely. I would absolutely. So my dishes that are like very expensive dishes yeah. are, you can't tell a day's That's gone. That's what by. I mean. That's what but I mean. like the ones that are like cutesy and whatever scratch to shit. We've already replaced our dishes and we're needing to replace our silverware. Cause we asked for stuff from like, from a department store, but it just wasn't the like really, really, really nice no. stuff. Our silverware will be good for 50 years. Well, like, I was like, I was 22. And so I'm like, it's not that I even felt guilty, but my brain didn't understand like the justification of expensive silverware, for example. Right. Why would you spend this much when you can get one for $40 at Target? And it's a whole set of eight and all the things or whatever. Cause they're different. Cause they're different. They're different. I am approaching that age where I want there's some things that I didn't ask for when we got married that I'm like, but I still have my, yeah. Like, why didn't I ask for that even 10 Mm -hmm. years ago? And like, maybe the style I would have picked then would have been different. Right. But there's some things where I'm like, gosh, dang it. So there are a couple things that I didn't ask for that have been things I probably should have registered for Reading registry that I'm starting to add back to Christmas lists. Like, I still don't have a cake dome. Like, I mean, technically I have this one that's like for vegetables that can flip over and this and that. And I'm like, no, I just really want a really pretty cake dome. That's only a cake dome. It's not trying to be anything else. Right. Uh, I I do have a good cake dome. I don't know where I got it because it wasn't for... Our wedding. wedding. But I still have my KitchenAid. I got my KitchenAid as a graduation present for my grandpa, graduation from college, because I was like baking all the time. And I still have it. I love it. Because KitchenAid well, is this This is my note to all of you who are struggling with what to put on your Christmas list. Really genuinely think about the what you would have registered for, but you were too chicken shit to register for it. Yep. Do it now. Do it now. Yep. It's not too late. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Speaking of retail therapy, 
and buying all the things, tis the season for sales and different marketing tactics and strategies. And I find our little group of people to be in a very interesting position in the market in the sense that if you're listening to this, you clearly like listening to strategies on marketing and selling and business. And you probably follow and listen to other shows or other accounts on Instagram or your subscribed email list or whatever. And it begins to feel like you're in this world of marketing and sales strategies and trying new things to make more money or things that you should, quote unquote, should be doing. And I want to remind us all that we're in a little bit of a unique pocket within this industry because we work one-on-one with clients. You guys work one-on-one with clients, and that is a different strategy, different game plan than people who are working in the one-to-many sector. And so I want us to have a little a little open discussion about friends and family discounts, about free collaborations, about Black Friday deals and sales and all that good stuff. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the Black Friday sales? Well, here's the thing. Consumer spending is changing. And because it's changing, you know, a lot of what retail was doing 10 years ago and then five years ago and then amidst the pandemic, they've had to shift and evolve because the world has changed. But I do think we are probably approaching a time in which consumer spending on one day or one weekend may start going down. Mm -hmm. Not that overall spending will go down, but I just don't think it's going to be so electrified to one weekend or one day or one event. And part of it is market saturation. And normally I would say, don't worry about market saturation, but trust me, if you're a small business trying to compete with big box on something like black Friday, you are going up the most competition there will ever be the entire year in one single instance. Now, If you are a retailer, meaning you literally have physical products, there is some level of expectation that you would have some sort of sale or some sort of discount or some sort of coupon. And if that's you, we're not talking about you. (laughs) We're not talking about you. Do you? Because the instances like it would be dumb not to have a discount or a bundle or a sale. Right. Because that's the industry you're in. Because People will just literally shop. Exactly. Anyway. Of like people are already in their inbox looking for the deals. And if you're in that same realm of where people are going to be spending money, then sure, show up there and do it. Yeah. But for you service providers out there, people just are not buying services. I want to get a website rebrand on Black Friday. They just aren't. They just aren't. And so why you feel like you have to put up this big charade to like fit in with what the rest of the market is doing is one exhausting and two like take some time and spend it with your family like enjoy the break like let it be a retail frenzy Mm -hmm. and then you can come back in December and say you're booking for the following year like you do not have to sit in this realm of being part of the busyness of it all and try to do everything you can to be seen We've done a couple of Black Friday deals. We did one that went really, 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 really well when we weren't doing one-on-one services at the time. And then we did, I think, two after that. And they just went okay. 
last year's, it went fine. It wasn't like it was a problem, but we and our team were so tired and annoyed and and annoyed. And literally all we wanted to do was like either Black Friday shop ourselves or make cookies or sleep in or do take that day off freely from everything. And it just felt like, ooh, we built in this time off, but then now we're doing this sale. So we feel like we still have to like check in on things and be present. And that feels weird. And then you have to like want to meet these goals while you're off work, which also feels weird. So we decided last year, don't let us do a Black Friday deal this year because we want to actually take it off. Yeah. And you, and my team reminded me, I brought it up in marketing like a couple weeks ago because I'd completely forgotten about it. And I was just like, are we going to do anything or did we not? And I think it was Miranda who was like, last year you said, and I was like, oh, you're right. Like, thank you. <laughs> We're going to stick to that. You're right. And, and you know, and if you see anything from us, at all during that time period, it might be we're honoring our life first principles and we're taking the day off and goodbye later. But if you want to apply for our ish, here's what our stuff is. But like, if it's anything, it's going to be automated emails or social posts, but it's not going to be our team required to be present during this time period. And so one, I just, I don't want you to feel like as a service provider, you have to fall whim to the retail cycle because it's just a totally different game. It's a totally different game when you have to make literally thousands of transactions a year to hit your income goals. It's just going to be different. And so For many of our clients, they could work with 12 to 24 people a year and surpass their income goals. And so we're just not talking about the same thing. And so instead, I want to give you license to fully step away. Just like check out and enjoy the time with your family and be present. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that segues into our next conversation of friends and family discounts. You know my thought on friends and family discounts. What's yours? I think it really depends. And, you know, if you'd asked me a couple of years ago, I would say absolutely not. Like, don't discount at all, blah, blah, blah. But I still think it depends. I'm at a point in my career where I don't necessarily need or want my friends and family to be my clients. And so I have to differentiate, first of all, do I even want anything to do with whatever they brought up? <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. step numero mm-hmm. one. Because most of the time they don't have actually have a full understanding of what I do or how I help people. And they're asking me to do something related to something they thought I did 10 years ago. Yeah. So we got to yep. keep that in mind. So is it even reasonable? Two, is this something I would volunteer to do because it's not actually like close enough related to my job. Like for instance, you know, my backgrounds is in design. Okay. And Jared's aunt was like panicking related to her daughter's baby shower and was like needing help with stickers. And I was like, I mean, technically I can design these, but I haven't designed stickers for anyone in 10 years. (laughs) And so for me, showing up for family meant I'm going to Google this for you. Yes. Yes. And find you a resource yes. that makes me not have to do this. That's my favorite way of helping. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll take the five minutes. And I found exactly what she was looking for in Amazon yep. with two day shipping. Yep. And she was like, there you go. 
And she was very thrilled and there was no qualms about it. But I do think for many of you, there will be times where this is like an actual consideration of, I think they're interested in booking my actual services, yep. not necessarily something they think you do on the side, blah, blah, blah. And if that's the case, then I would probably not discount at all. You know what I would do? I'd just not do it. I would increase the price. <laughs> I'm serious. It's laughable, but I'm serious. And you guys like are going to roll your eyes and be like, well, that's just Emily or she's sticking to that boundary. They don't have to know what the price is. First no, they, of all, uh, literally no. at all. Like your original price, your regular price. I'm telling you, working with friends and family is not as cracked up as it might sound. It's actually miserable. And <laughs> it can be miserable. It's not going to be miserable all the time. It can be miserable. And the reason why, it's all from good nature, right? They know you. They feel comfortable with you. And so they're going to come back with more revisions or more feedback, or they're going to be harder to get a hold of because that's just the nature of that relationship. Absolutely. And it's just going to happen. There's literally nothing that you can do about that. Literally right. nothing that you can do about that. So you have to expect that to happen. And so what is going to make it worth it for you to deal with that? If you want to even say yes, you can absolutely have the non-negotiable, I don't work with family. Here's who I'm going to refer you to. Yeah. That is absolutely fair. And that's probably what I would do 99% of the time now. But if someone truly came to us, if like my dad, even my dad came to us for a rebrand or help with like a client workflow process for his real estate business or wanted to help train and set up SOPs for his team that he's growing, 100% I would add a dad tax and it's like 15 or 20% probably. I mean, I think that's reasonable. I will say at this point in my career, most of the requests that friends or family would make is so outside of what for sure. The for company sure. even does that most of the time it's ridiculous. Yeah. But earlier in my career, it absolutely was way more in alignment with what I actually yeah. did for a living. And at that point in time, I probably would have futzed around with it and felt this obligation to discount. But I am now firm in that there's no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason to give them a discount. It's the same amount of work. It's not less work. And if, like Emily's more saying, work. if anything, it's going to be more work. Well, and y'all are entertaining this idea before your friends or family even ask for a discount. Yeah, so, so stop saying they don't it. do that. Yeah. What if they don't even ask you to work with you? Why are you spending time right. worrying about it? Right. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the only all-in-one website platform we use and recommend to our clients. Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell your products and services all in one place. Visit squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace has professional website templates with designs for nearly every category and use case. Start with a flexible template, then customize it to fit your unique needs. With Squarespace extensions, you can connect your website to vetted third-party tools to fully customize your website exactly the way you want it. Whether you sell services, products, or digital items, Squarespace has the tools you need for your online store. You can now host your videos on Squarespace and show them on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your videos with member areas. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash boss project. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out the job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so the next kind of conversation that's actually come up quite a bit for our clients, and it's unique depending on your situation for sure, but there are some of you who work with clients who the package remains the same, but it's bigger depending on like how many employees need to, like if you're doing like headshots for corporate, right? How many people are on the team that you're actually going to be taking photos of? The price changes if there's 10 people versus 500 people, right? If you're going to an event and you're helping set up something or do whatever, it changes the amount of people who are there. And so how are we advising our clients to handle bulk discounts? So it depends, again, on what we're talking about specifically, but I'll, I'll give you a very specific example. And I think this really helped break it down for the client. So we have a client who's a professional organizer. And, you know, generally speaking, we help our clients come up with some sort of package rate where they have set the deliverables in that package and they know what they're selling every time. In the case of professional services like organizing it's really going to depend on how big is the space? How disorganized is it to start with? Like, what's the quantity of stuff we're dealing with? It's going to really depend. And so her landing on an hourly rate makes the most sense 
right now in this season. Could that change over time? Sure. But she got really hung up on, well, this is the hourly rate per person that's on the job. And what if she has more people on the job? And she's like, I feel like after four people, the rate just starts to get like insane. Like if I say it out loud, like I am literally baffled with myself. Like it just sounds ridiculous. And I said, but here's the thing. If it takes four people, eight hours or eight people, four hours, we're still talking about cumulatively the same amount of time. And you still have to pay your staff for the same amount of time. And so why are we assuming if you bring more people to the job and are more efficient that we should charge less? Like, and I think when I broke it down in that manner, it started to click for her that this is a convenience factor. This is not that it's a ridiculous hourly rate. And some of you are going to have to switch your language where, you know, if you are charging hourly or an hourly per person or hourly based on who's on the job or whatever, there might come an instance where it no longer makes sense for you to say it's eight hours at some ridiculous number per hour. Right. You have to change your language and say, you know, this will likely take us one day with the total package price of around X. If it goes over X number of hours, it's going to be blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden that feels less crazy than you saying it's X number of dollars per hour. There's certain services that just cost a premium in that moment in time. And so in terms of when to offer discounts, I think it only makes sense when we're talking about massive scale. So there's some things where we have multiple clients who charge on a per head basis based on the number of employees. And I do think there's a volume of like, after it gets past a certain point, your profit is so big that like, you don't necessarily need to keep making the same amount of profit indefinitely. Could you? Absolutely. You do not have to offer any discount ever. But like, I do think at some point, you know, if you're charging a per person, like, and you have 100 employees, someone having 250 employees, it may not make sense to have the same rate per employee at a certain point. And so I think a tiered approach, you don't even have to call it a discount. You could just have a different rate when it's past a certain point. The thing I want y'all to look out for though, is some of you have like a package that you can do the full scope of the package. And then you also have like a mini version of that package, like a half a version of it. Oh yes. So you think it needs to be half the price? No, no. No, don't do that. No. Okay. So we have another client who's a (laughs) photographer and I was doing the math for her and like for a half day shoot versus a full day shoot, like the difference in total time, I don't have the right in front of me, but it was like only like 10 hours different. And like these projects were big. So like we're talking 60 hours, 80 hours, something like that. Like the half day did not have that much time saving at all. And it sure it reduces the number of photos, which reduces the number of editing time, which is, I mean, yes, like there's all these other cause and effects that happen, but it's not half. It's not half. No, no. And especially in this instance, if y'all have anything similar, you don't even have to be a photographer for this to be the same case. But like what this person was offering was like one complete photography package, one and done, or like a subscription membership like retainer. If anything, it's more work. 
and it's more work. So you're doing the same thing four times instead of once. Yes, you're offering less photos. So should that be taken into account? For sure. But to get dressed, load the car, drive to the place, get out, physically do the things four times versus one time. Like that has to be taken into account in your pricing. Yeah. There's some things that I just don't love the idea of a subscription or a multiple occurrence. Cause it's interesting when our clients get into this predicament, a lot of times they will come to us and they will know immediately. They'll say, well, this service is more profitable. And I'm like, literally why? Because services theoretically should have the same margin regardless of what you're offering. And if one is feeling more profitable or is more profitable, it's either because you have less overhead, less operating expenses, less like direct things that cost you money, or you have less labor. So like it's taking you less hours or your team less hours. And if those are the case, like we need to look at why is this offer optimized and these others aren't because that's a problem like because I honestly most of the time you would like your other things you do more if they were the same margins yes you're resenting them because it doesn't bring in as much income for you well and there could be a whole other episode about because the client we're talking about is not the only one who's done this the literal reason why she's wanted to break out a quote unquote subscription model for that service is for the consistent income. Right. And that's not even necessary if you have the original thing priced right. Yeah. Yeah. There are other ways to create that sense of security. I understand that consistent income breeds security. You can still find that and not offer a subscription. Yes. You don't have to have a retainer service. Right. To create sustainable income. Right. I know that feels crazy, (laughs) but you do not. Mm -hmm. And for some of y'all's industries, it doesn't make as much sense. Yep. And so quit trying to force it. Okay. So this other, I think it's our last section I kind of want to talk about, and it just came up really recently. And I honestly kind of forgotten because we just haven't done this in so long. I know. I know. I was like, oh yeah, these exist. So a client of ours was wanting to work with another business in her town in a collaboration. She's a photographer and this other person, I don't even know what the other person was doing, but it was like, I'm imagining it was like a styled shoot kind of thing. And the other person wanted some images and they were going to share and they were going to tag. It's the very classic of like, I'll pay the trade of services of the early training services, get paid for promotion, do the thing for free. So you get promoted. I get it. It is not a bad strategy. I'm not against the free collab Mm-mm. at all whatsoever. We did them. I'm and against they- discounts, but I'm not against free collaboration. hundred percent. Because my free collabs have contracts that get me stuff in return. So that's part of that discussion. But the interesting part that she came to our help with was the free collab got started as a free collab. And so our client, the photographer said, well, here are my terms, right? If it's a free collab, you're not going to have forever license of the images. You're not going to be able to use them in any way that you want. Here's how you can use them. Here are the amount of images that you're getting, et cetera, et cetera. And the partner that she wanted to collaborate with kind of pushed back on those terms and said, well, here's what I want instead. And our client was like, I'm doing this for free. So like, how do I stick to it being worth it for me and not being taken advantage of? And so the conversation was really great because it was framed in this sense of like, 
I hear what you're wanting. What you're wanting sounds like we need to actually work together in a paid capacity. And my rates for the package that you're looking for start at X. If you want to continue this as a free collaboration, here are my terms. And I think the big thing here, yes, if there's some sort of issue, then you have to pivot to your real services and your your real pricing. And that has to be true. But I think on the get go, every collaboration that you would ever consider, you must consider the pros and cons of doing the thing. Yep. And, and know that they're also not guaranteed. Right. Like even if there is a contract, a lot of the pros that you guys tend to harness onto are the imagined future of what's possible if they do this thing for me, not the actual thing they're doing for you. So like you're imagining if so-and-so shares you, then you're going to get in front of all of these specific people, which means you're going to book blah, 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 blah. And like, for the most part, I don't like collaboration unless I really only need one client to make it worth my time. Like otherwise the stakes are too high and it's just too much. But sometimes it's interesting because the like, quote unquote, collab feel can still come up in paid capacities later on in your business. Like for the podcast, we have an agent and we get approached. And, you know, if it's someone wants paid spots on our show, it's a pretty straightforward plan. Like we have a process for that. If they want other things, there are different things that cost our business different amounts of money. Like, and we can't just assume that it's like flat across the board. You know, if Emily and I have to travel ever, it is so expensive. I'm not saying the cost of the flight. I'm not saying the hotel. I'm not even saying the food out. Like those are things you can predict and like roll into a price. The literal lost time out of office is so expensive for our company. Like Emily and I already are super stringent on the time we will and won't work anyway. And you have us out of office for three, four days. Yeah. Like that's a lot. (laughs) And it's not for us to mentally and creatively recharge. We're still working. Mm -hmm. Then that has a different value as well because a vacation costs us, quote unquote, costs us less to take because we also know it will set us up better. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So time away for recharge or personal time or lifestyle things. If usually there is zero to no blip and, and sometimes we will even see increase. Yes. Like Emily and I have the most time off in September we've ever, I mean, not ever, but like, but ever. We don't don't intentionally take time off. We're really strategic about our time off. We're like, if I'm gone, then Abby's in. If Abby's gone, then I'm in. And September just did not work out that way because we both got sick and took vacations. Yes. And 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 it's still our biggest month ever, 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 ever. Ever. But that's not the same as like someone wanting us to come speak at a conference. Right. Because that's we also have to prepare for that conference during work hours. You have to prepare, you have to go. I can't take discovery calls during that time. I can't pitch during that time. Like, sure, could I make some connections that might make it worth it? Yes. But like, there's also things that the mental cost yep. is different. Yep. Then, you know, I can delegate this piece of the puzzle to another team member. So all that to say, there'll be times where even considering a paid collaboration. Yep. And depending on the deliverables, 
it can vary widely and that's okay. And that's okay. okay. And it took us a long time to figure out because we said yes to things that didn't always make sense. Uh Uh-huh. We said yes to like $200 speaking events before. With travel. Yeah. That they didn't pay for us to have a hotel or. We drove nine hours to an event we weren't getting paid for with the potential of a collaboration that blew up in our face while we were at said event. I think after that is when we got firm on our boundaries. Yeah. So I was like, never again. Yeah, we've, we've had firm contracts in place ever since. All of this to say, is there a time for a discount? Yes. Is there a time for you to do things for free? Sure. But like, at what cost? And, right. And, and most of the time, we approach it in a, nope, we're not going to discount. And nope, your family, it's probably more. And Nope. If we're going to have to do that time away, then it is even more. And like, I know that sounds crazy, but like we've developed our own kind of systems that we work within and it took us years to figure out what those were. But for right now, if you walk away with nothing else, I want you to, first of all, consider that you do not have to fall victim to the retail cycle that is churning all around you. You You're not in the retail space, baby. You're not. You do not have to offer discounts to anyone. You don't even have to hypothesize what's happening until it's literally on your plate. When it's on your plate, then we can make thoughtful considerations about the pros and cons of pursuing this thing. And if we decide to move forward, you need a contract. Yes. And if there's issues with the contract, then you can say, Oh, no, 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 no. Then it's going to be X if you don't want to do it in the way that we've outlined. And all of this is set up to protect you. I want to protect your time. I want to protect your lifestyle. I also want you to not worry so much about feeling like you blend in with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessary. You do you, boo. That's the only way you're going to win. Get it together. But what you can do is let us know what you're going to buy on Black Friday. I would actually really love uh, yeah, to I, I do want to know what you're shopping for retail for your own therapy. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, DM me on Instagram what you're buying for Black Friday because I want to hear it. Okay? Yeah. okay. Thank you. All right. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.